you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. So here we are with another episode of Fingers on Buzzers. Oh, nice. Slightly doo-wop. I enjoyed yeah. that, Jen. Uh, it Thank is you. lovely to have you all with us, and we have a cool crib show for you, um, and one that I have a great personal investment in this week, Jen, mm. because we are talking to the man I am currently facing on the House of Games, Mr. Your Neil Denimir, my absolute rival. I love him. <laughs> But I also kind of hate him because if anyone's been watching House of Games on BBC Two at six o'clock uh, this week, we have been locked in fierce combat. So the wonderful oh, Neil Delamere will be joining us. It's like alternating current versus direct current. <laughs> Edison is going to... You're Edison. You're going to electrocute a, an elephant to show how dangerous the other guys how, how dangerous yeah. Neil Delamere okay we're yeah. going to electrocute an elephant I had no idea what any of that was about but apparently we're going to electrocute an elephant on this week's show um, oh and we will have figuratively speaking figuratively <laughs> oh, the oh, elephant good. in the room will be electrocuted <laughs> Um, and we've also got someone from Germany, which is exciting. I mean, we've got David. We are, we are we are truly international this week. We've got Ireland, 
we've got Germany. Yeah. It's it is basically we we're, we're just creeping towards the going for gold. It's always where territory. we wanted to be, isn't it? Always yeah. with the international language really. of quiz. So David from Hamburg will be joining us to chat about his love of quiz and to pose a quiz to us. So shall we get on with this episode? Let's crack on. Let's do it. We are very lucky to be joined by one of our wonderful listeners and it is a listener all the way from Hamburg in Germany. Am I right there, David? Is that where you're hailing from tonight? Yeah, exactly. It's David Gilelis. There we go. David. David Gilelis. I'm going to keep saying your name because I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right, but I think if I keep saying it, I'll convince you that that is the right way to pronounce it. One one of these times you'll be correct. (laughs) David Gilelis. Thank you for joining us all the way from Germany. Please tell us about you and your relationship with quizzing, David. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a weird thing, really, because I didn't know anything about quizzing well all right i kind of grew up well i grew up in belarus Ah. which uh yeah like uh born and raised there and moved to germany when i was 16 so you know it's a it's a quiz question in itself basically like name an obscure country (laughs) um yeah i think it would be it would it's almost a pointless answer i think it would be a pointless answer uh yeah um but uh I, i grew up on like um on the Russian version of Jeopardy. Yeah, okay. We had that. Um, we didn't really have much else in terms of quiz shows, and then I kind of forgot about it entirely. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know, like three, four, five years ago, something like that, um, I just uh, joined a local um, pub quiz team, uh, all Russian-speaking mm-hmm. in Hamburg. And I kind of discovered this this thing that people there really gathering together and doing this thing uh, in another country. And it kind of, it just as I joined, there were, I don't know, like maybe three or four teams uh, each night. I mean, uh, each time there was a quiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's uh, much bigger than that. And then I kind of uh, discovered more and more uh, interesting stuff that uh, Russian-speaking people in Germany uh, do with the uh, quizzing and quizzes and that's kind of uh, how I got into the the whole thing and uh, yeah it's been a wonderful journey since then. Wow so Russian speaking quizzing in German this is the most cosmopolitan interview we have ever had <laughs> on our on our show that's incredible and you're quizzing I mean you haven't just quizzed in Germany have you David you have traveled abroad. Yes yes I have well this is this is a very weird thing that um, that I was very lucky to do. And it, it's basically a fluke, really. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of active in the whole community. And um, um, two and a half years ago, something like that, I think, uh, yeah, went uh, uh, February 2018, I guess. Uh, so uh, a little bit before that, I got a phone call, like virtual phone call from one of my friends, um, um, was like, do you want to go to Baku? In Azerbaijan, do you want to do you want to do a quiz there, um, a quiz show, on the local TV? And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, so I was I was literally like, uh, yeah, completely, completely just uh, flabbergasted, and and I just said, yeah, good, I'll yeah, why not? Sure. And then three weeks later, I got uh, my uh, plane uh, my plane tickets uh, in the mail. So it was it was that quick. So the thing is, this guy um, he comes originally from from Baku, from Azerbaijan, and he knows people there. And uh, the last 
couple of years, I don't know, maybe three years, has been organizing the German team, the people representing Germany in the world brain quiz, no, brain ring, yes. in the world brain ring championship. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so what it is, is, um, yeah, it's kind of a um, thing on the state owned television. So it's basically like a, I don't know, national sport, I guess you could almost say. So it's, mm -hmm. so it's all kind of taxpayer money funded. Uh, so what they do, they, yeah, they, um, they do two days uh, of uh, filming. They do this uh, TV quiz show with a uh, teams from well mostly russian speaking countries you know the former the former ussr but they also have a team from the united states they had a team from israel they had a team from germany and yeah i was uh, i was somehow represent representing the german team with uh, four other brilliant people who are all much much smarter than i am and were the questions in russian or were they in azerbaijani or yeah that's um yeah the questions were like uh the whole thing was in russian with azerbaijani subtitles ah, okay because i watched it when i knew that you were coming on the podcast i had a little google and i looked up so if our listeners want to do this i highly recommend you do so it's quiz ring azerbaijan um and you can see it and it is an absolutely it's exactly what you would expect a state-sponsored azerbaijani quiz tournament yes, to be. <laughs> yes it is <laughs> It's, it's glorious. The introductions go on for about 15 minutes of thanking the sponsors. And I speak not a word of Azerbaijani or indeed very much Russian. Um, but you, uh, yeah, there's cheerleaders. There's a really baffled looking audience uh, <laughs> holding the signs up. And it, the introductions go on a bit long and everyone gets a bit tired. And then it's basically tables of blokes. The one I saw was, was I think there was one woman on it, but it was very male. Um, and it's round tables. And you have like a buzzer in the middle and then there's microphones being passed around. And it, it, as, uh, a, you know, as someone who didn't understand what was going on, I found it very confusing. So what's the actual sort of <laughs> format of the quiz? You're, you and your table around a, a round table, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I, I think this is one of those few instances of um, a pub um, of a quiz format that's invented in in Russia. Uh -huh. So it's not something imported or licensed from or something there because um, yeah, uh, Jeopardy was uh, completely that you know um, some. Uh, other stuff, but I think this was really invented in the 90s. So what it is, is um, two teams of five players mm -hmm. and each team has a buzzer. So you have a designated uh, buzzing person like, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you have a captain uh, of your team who basically decides um, who's, going, who's going to, to answer. Um, so the questions are kind of... Um, <laughs> Some of them are really easy enough for you to get the answer before the question is over, mm -hmm. and then you just and then you just signal to your captain or to your uh, buzz uh, buzzer man, um, buzzer person. <laughs> you signal basically that you want to answer uh, immediately, like like straight away, and then it's just a buzzer race. Okay. And some questions are more difficult and then you have like 30 seconds to a minute i don't really know anymore mm -hmm. but yeah uh, and then uh, whoever 
whoever wants to to buzz in uh, goes for it and um, and answers. There's there's some other rules to it as well. So for example, if you buzz in on the first second and you get the answer wrong, then the person answering um, leaves the team, leaves the table for the for the rest of the for the rest of the round. <gasps> interesting oh, oh i like that yes elimination is always good isn't it mm. oh oh this is this is all very good so the but the buzzer man and the team captain are different people what does the team captain actually Sometimes. do then well um it's basically it's just deciding who's going to answer ah. so sometimes sometimes you have two competing uh versions in your team mm-hmm. and it's just uh yeah uh making some other decisions like there's a if you're trailing behind uh by kind of two points or something like that you can leave only one person sitting at the table and four four people just go away and this one person with each right answer uh it gets you two points ah oh. <laughs> it was and it was yes carry on sorry. Yeah, and it was quite quite amazing because we were really bad. <laughs> we were really bad, and um, and we were trailing behind. So um, our team captain goes, "Yeah, I uh, would like to nominate this this guy uh, to um, to do this alone from now on." So we all leave, and the question is uh, something something along the lines of um, like an, an old timey, I don't know, probably nineteenth century, probably uh, early twentieth. I don't know. Uh, politician in texas a governor or something like that um was known for his sharp and vitriolic remarks so he basically didn't mince words um so it gained him a nickname what was it oh yeah and so the clue is kind of in the words like sharp and pointy and texas and stuff like that so the answer is the cactus ah yes it seems so obvious now you say it david it seemed very obvious in hindsight because this guy was just because he knows he needs to buzz in mm. way. he needs to say something so he very confidently smashes smashes on the buzzer and goes texas chainsaw <laughs> a much I mean, better that is answer a great nickname. that yeah. is a much better answer and and you could there is a shot of all four of us somewhere in the background in the you know like in the in the little area where they sent where they sent you uh, sent you away just just doubling over you know with <laughs> laughter just completely losing just completely losing it like we didn't even we didn't even care that we that we were the worst or the second worst team probably of all times really but this was this was our legacy <laughs> Well, I think it sounds like an amazing trip. And, I mean, I would go in a heartbeat to Baku. And uh, did you, so you, I mean, obviously you didn't win, but uh, you have happy memories of that trip, right? Very true, very true. Yeah, it was amazing because the thing is that um, it was really um, almost, almost everything was paid. Yeah. So we, so we stayed at a, we stayed at a hotel and, uh, you know, everything transfers to and from the airport, everything uh, paid for. And uh, yeah, two days of filming, uh, we were allowed to stay for three days there. And so all the money I had, I basically spent, uh, spent on, uh, on food. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally like 10 pounds, uh, because it's it's amazing it's it's the best thing ever 
Yeah, and uh, okay. you'll probably you'll probably want to know that the winners, the winners of the show, they um, they got um, Azerbaijani rugs. Nice, nice. Yeah. So all the time, all the, like all the six episodes, there was like probably one shot. I don't know, like five, ten seconds, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how long that was. Just the carpets. <laughs> Just the carpets in the shot. Brilliant. They're the beautiful. <laughs> I mean, they're beautiful. They're intricate and, and stuff. Yeah, but hand woven or something. I don't know. But but just and here's the prize. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's like game shows of uh, you know the seventies and eighties in the UK. It's what we miss is the good sort of a good prize shot. And the one I saw, David, they had a, a singer on. Did they have entertainment in your one? <laughs> yes. Yes. They. Um, the, the the problem is that yeah, uh, very very obviously lip synced. Oh. So yeah, you know everything. Everything just recorded, um, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, the the problem is that uh, it's it's not a big arena or something. It's just, it's a set mm-hmm. built, and um, uh, as, as you can imagine, two teams are playing, but everyone is there. So mm-hmm. it's like eight or nine teams, five players each, and this is the bulk of the audience. Mm. Tough crowd. Um, and. Yeah, and other than that, there were school children mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in military uniforms. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> it just we're just staring at their phones all the time because it's incredibly boring for a for a middle school kid or something. I don't, I don't know. Yes, they've been dragged along for the. <laughs> the good of the country well i have absolutely loved hearing about this david and i quite frankly think we should get a team together and go back you me jenny a couple of others and we'll go yeah. back and try and recollect just, try and get those carpets. Learn a bit of russian that's all oh, fine we can do it. absolutely absolutely <laughs> we can i might learn azerbaijani just for the just for the challenge yeah. um well <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you david uh, thank you so much for sharing your quiz story will you come back later on and do a quiz for us please Thanks so much, and I'd love to. So now we have joining us someone who is a brilliant comedian. I've appeared many times with him on stand-up shows, on television panel shows, and uh, I've always thought of him as one of the nicest men in comedy until this year. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mr. Neil Delamere. Hello. Oh, it's so lovely to see you, Neil. Thank you for joining us. You know, obviously the listeners will know you from your appearances on, well, News Quiz, on which we work regularly together on Radio 4, also the panel, the wonderful RTE show, and the Blame Game from uh, BBC Northern Ireland, all of which I've thoroughly enjoyed appearing on with you. But this week, (laughs) the reason that I am no longer as keen on you as I was is we are both appearing on House of Games. Yes. Well, I kind of thought, you see, you know what, what, when you watch House of Games, there's there's usually one comic on it. As Richard Osmond said, there's Mm -hmm. one comic and they're usually okay. So when you you hear you're going to do it, you think, I'm not a brilliant quizzer, but I, I won't disgrace myself. And then I turned up and... Mark Billingham, who's a former comedian <laughs> and has sold five million books and won on Eggheads and The Chase and Pointless and everything else. And you, who has her own <laughs> quiz podcast and has been on all those things as well, sat beside me. And I frankly <laughs> shat myself. I'll be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a long week. 
Well, I was the same as well because I, you know, we've discussed quizzing before yeah. and I knew that you were a keen quizzer and uh, and Mark, I mean, yeah, I've seen him quiz. So it it really was, uh, yeah, a shock when the lineup was announced. And then the lovely AJ Odudu, who is a, a brilliant presenter, a very brilliant, yeah. smart, intelligent woman, um, but did not have the killer instinct <laughs> that mm. the three of us were displaying because we all wanted to win so bad, didn't we? Oh, yeah, I mean, like it didn't even last kind of five minutes to pretense like <laughs> Billingham got five or four in a row in the first round and I went this is going to be the longest week ever I was thinking do you know when you're in school and you think I'm just going to fake a heart attack or a stroke or something really serious <laughs> kind of fall down the fall stairs down yeah, stairs. which, which yeah. side is appendicitis again I'll do that <laughs> yeah, one yeah. like Stephen Ireland whose granny died about four different times yeah I genuinely thought <laughs> that might be an option and then you slowly get into it but I mean there was no, su- no suggestion that it wouldn't be really over really ridiculously competitive you know I mean and Billingham was so smart and that first day so for those of you who haven't been watching it uh, so this show goes out on Friday we're recording this podcast on Monday so we'll talk you through Monday to Thursday yeah and then we won't tell you what happens on Friday but so Monday Mark Billingham absolutely out of the trap like a whippet (laughs) my god I mean I did think he, he, he didn't even hear there was one question where I don't think Osman had even got to like word three yeah I mean I thought at one point my buzzer there was something wrong with it I actually genuinely <laughs> thought what's going on here and he was so quick and to the extent that towards the end of the week um, for answer smash like I w- because you and he in particular were so quick I wasn't reading the questions I was scanning for for key words and then answering a question that I thought that might be the question because yeah like, you have no time if the, if the other people are good you have absolutely no time at all to do it and there's no real penalty for giving it a go I mean other than sort of being frozen out you know you think well you may as well just sort of try and leap in there especially when you know Billingham's going to be <laughs> kind of going in quick and there was one I think it was what was the one about um, Robert Peel do you remember that yeah, one yeah there was a one called Internet History uh, a round called Internet History where they put up the fake Internet History of somebody and you have to guess who it is and uh, the first one I think was hashtag Polish born French bread and that was Marie Curie and then the second mm-hmm. one was something about corn corn, the corn laws. laws being repealed uh, yeah yes. so Robert Peel was the answer but I mean I was kind of hoping that you know, like if, if the questions go slightly to uh, English history or British kind of mm. curriculum as you're growing up and we didn't cover that in school, I kind of thought, oh, I'm Banjax here, you know. So there were a couple that were okay. But, you know, it's only when you're on television you realise, I really should have thought about the vast gaps in my knowledge before I volunteered to do this <laughs> quiz. Like a music round came up and went, you know you know nothing about music. What are you doing here? Are you? <laughs> like I, I got these wrong 25 years ago on a news or on a schools quiz. So I thought, oh, why I haven't learned anything in the meantime you know <laughs> well you were unfairly served I felt at times so so we'll move on to Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday which were my favorite days oh funny that yeah yeah <laughs> I felt they were the questions on those days were particularly good um, did you think the one on British politicians like obscure people in the house <laughs> of Commons? Did, did you think yes they were good? did you and the female Labour politicians, which is like it, it basically, you know, could have been my special subject. You are in the position of like the Austrians and the Belgians on going for gold here. Really. <laughs> well, did uh, <laughs> I was going to say something there, but I won't. Um, um, I, yeah, I mean, 
there was a bit where I can't remember it was going it was close going into answer smash and confectionery came up and you had told me before we had started that that was your specialist subject of mastermind and I just went ah and this is like this is like unless the the next answer smash tomorrow is members of my extended family I don't know how 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 easy this is going to be yeah you you uh, you were very good three days in a row I seem to remember well um yeah so uh, you know without wishing to spoil it for anyone who hasn't caught up yet yes i was majestic uh, for <laughs> three days. which just makes makes me ask what happened on monday well you, you see, let us down i did jenny i did that's right uh, jenny is my quiz coach neil and she is tough yeah i mean again we're going back to the quiz coach coach here and the quiz podcast and one of the best chasers <laughs> in the history of the game being your mate <laughs> Uh, there was a point I think it was on Thursday where before we started the show I looked at you and you were sitting there like you led a prison gang you were just sitting there like the most relaxed you could have if you were making a shiv I wouldn't have been more surprised by how dominant the performance you had given over the last three days you know yes you were I was top dog and yeah, uh, yeah. I might as well have been walking around holding your pocket do you know the way they used to do with the prison films <laughs> Well, but, you know, maybe that kind of arrogance uh, is asking for, you know, to be punctured. Who knows? We will see. We will see what happens today. And the thing is, we're sort of, I I, I am, of course, I- exaggerating my, my own brilliance. Uh, you, it was very, very close the whole way through. And you were kind of always the bridesmaid. It was a very... You know, it was very close, very tense yeah. between the three of us. Yeah, it was second. Um, I think I was second every single day. Uh, for the four days that you have seen so far mm-hmm. so but I think that's probably the best thing that in terms of that I think you could hear that the crew and the people making the show that's exactly what they want no more than like it's no good if if Jenny hammers everybody in the chase with a minute left you know like the yeah. best television is if it if it goes to the wire so um mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's all we can say about yeah. it really it is. And when everybody is really, really hoping to win that trophy, really, that's the thing. It's fun. I mean, all the, you know, the prizes along the way are fantastic. And in fact, there is a prize from House of Games, which we were going to give away at our live show, which was cancelled due to COVID, um, which we will be giving away on this podcast. We will later on let you know how you can win a House of Games prize. See, that Ooh. See that comes across as a generous offer from you. But what actually is that saying, I have so many House of Games prizes <laughs> that I can afford to give one of them away. I mean, that's what that humble brag is. I think we all know what's going on there. Yes, that's exactly, that is what I'm saying is, oh, I've just got so much stuff, guys. Well, also, the other thing I felt really bad about was that AJ kind of felt oh god we should I, I should have given her one of my prizes and I sort of didn't think because I just wanted them so much and uh, and now I feel I feel very guilty that um, I didn't give anything to her but anyway you know tough it's uh, it's her it's loss. a doggy dog uh, <laughs> it is but she was brilliant and I did feel like on a normal week she would have got a lot more of a look in but um, it was just three people who were desperate to win so, yeah. I, think, I think AJ's doing all right. She's got the uh, Visit Britain campaign, so I see her on the TV all the time now. Every oh, yeah. Break. 
Oh, she's on like the She's having a wonderful time. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She didn't need Wherever. it. So yes. as we're recording yeah, she this, she's it. just been on the House of Games and our ITV show starts tonight. And we're all in various cupboards in our houses. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think we know who the winner is here. And it's, Yeah, she's it's not sitting crying over the over a cushion, is she? Let's be honest. Yeah. That's she really it. wanted that fondue set. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fine. So, uh, yeah, well, we will leave the listeners to see what happens. But I think, you know, everybody is rooting for you, Neil Delamere, and everyone uh, who listens to your podcast, your loyal listeners are rooting for <laughs> someone who's just been uh, on the, this podcast. There is a subsection of listener time. who wants to see Lucy be uh, stitched up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's on her own petard. <laughs> well, they'll have to wait to see on Friday if that works out. Yes, we shall. We shall say no more. But um, I did want to give you a little quiz just to slightly redress the balance okay. because you got asked about female British Labour politicians. <laughs> I thought I would do rather than do Irish politics, which I'm not entirely confident in. I'll be honest. Okay. If the if the boot had been on the other foot, I would have been really struggling okay. to be honest. But I thought I would do world politics because this is something, Jane, isn't it, that can come up in a. In a quiz quite easily. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And it will throw even the most worldly quizzer because there are so many countries out there. And do you know the name of the leader of every single mm. one of them? And they change, no. of course. All that's, the time. That's the they other need to problem. stop it. Yeah. You Dictatorships, need... bring them back. <laughs> exactly. For quizzes, we love a dictatorship. I mean, that's, so I'm going gonna... to. That's one thing that isn't really talked about enough in terms of the, the upsides of totalitarianism, is it? Listen, you could have a free press and freedom of assembly, but it's going to be much more difficult to answer quiz questions from now on. Well, oh, exactly. looking for a way out of studying politics, basically. <laughs> So I'm going to give the two of you a quiz on world leaders. Um, Neil, you will be allowed to go first. Jenny hasn't seen these questions, so she can also answer. Where in the world is this person president? It's George Weir. Oh, yeah. Liberia. Yes. He's a former former footballer. I know him. Yeah, that's, that's how I know him. I think he played for AC Milan. He was brilliant. Yes. What a, what a second act that is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, what's the equivalent? Gary Lineker being Prime Minister or something, I suppose? It's still on the cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, no. that's true. In yeah. fact, it's almost inevitable. Well, I mean, I think because the politicians, uh, or the footballers are doing the politicians' job at the moment, aren't mm. they? Marcus Rashford and Gary Lineker. We could just do a straight swap where Boris Johnson goes in goal for, I don't know... Bolton. He'd be he'd be sent <laughs> off. Within oh moments. my God! Have you seen seen him play rugby against that yeah, kid? He just falls over. <laughs> anybody anybody smaller than him, he falls over or gets stuck on a zip line. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, probably better than the current Bolton lineup, to be honest. But let's speak no more of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's another one: Cyril Ramaphosa, Ooh. South Africa. Yes, good work. President Ramnath Kovind. Oh. Um, I'm going to just guess. I don't know this. Sri Lanka. Ah, no, but it's India. I think if I had said uh, Prime Minister Navendra Modi, that's, you would have got that's it. That's why I ruled it out. Yeah, OK. So well, that's something else you've got to bear in mind state. as well. Which countries are a monarchy with a, a Prime Minister? Which ones have a president? And yeah. Yeah, that's the, you get what I'm saying about dictatorship. You knew this, didn't you? You knew that. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, will you know this one? Yoshihide Suga. Um, so this is the president, is it? This is the prime minister. The current prime minister. The current prime minister. Yoshihide Suga is the current prime minister of this particular Only nation. very recently yeah. ah. has he taken over. Has, this he, year. has he beaten uh, Mr. Abe? Yes. Yeah, Japan. Good work. Okay. It is... I thought, the, I thought Abe was still in, sorry. No, I know. Well, I mean, this is, again, the problem is that it's like, yeah, recently, as recently as this I'm year. I'm really coming round to this whole Hitler Pinochet vibe <laughs> that you've set up here, yeah. <laughs> well, even the... Um, the Emperor of Japan changed last That's year. True, yeah. Do you know who it is, either of you? Who's the current Emperor of Japan? Current it's the emperor. son took over from the dad. Well, I just explained all constitutional monarchy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it begins with... Well, it's, it's, un, it's unusual because it would, you, it would normally be an inheritance when the father died, but he's abdicated. Yeah. And the only fact I can remember is one that came up in a quiz recently, which is when there is a, a living ex-emperor... They are called the Jocko. The Jocko. Yeah, that, which just makes me think of Novak Djokovic. It makes me think of a nickname of a rough pub. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of points down roof. the Jocko. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah, been yeah. glassed down the Jocko. Um, <laughs> I, it begins with A, doesn't it? I keep, I... No. No, I don't know then. It is Emperor... Uh, Jen? It's not Narahito. No, it is it? Narahito. Oh. Well oh. done. There we go. Right, final one for you. Of where, Neil, is Ketrin Jakobsdottir, the Prime Minister? Iceland. Yes, it, straight in. It came up on my Zoom quiz with my dad uh, on Saturday. So my brother runs a Zoom quiz. He lives with my dad and I ring my dad and my brother and my dad goes into another room. He's 85 and we go, we go through the questions like that. 
No. That's great. And, and it, that's that's the classic thing. The more you quiz, the better you get at quiz because you're just going to get those same questions coming up again. Well, we get unless unless the prime minister's changed the <laughs> night before, which could easily happen in this climate. Well, I, I got a question on um, House of Games that I had seen on the Jace a couple of weeks just before going on House of Games. So yeah, you're dead right. Mm, always pays to watch the chase that's the lesson that we're taking from this because <laughs> you are I need those ratings <laughs> can't wait for beat the chasers coming soon to itv because neil you are something of a quizzer aren't you so you're doing your zoom quizzes at the moment yeah. but you have a long and illustrious history in quizzing tell us about that um well i did my first ever appearance on tv was in a school's quiz a big school quiz called blackboard jungle here and um uh, I actually did an Edinburgh show about it and um, I got all the people back together who played it and, and I, I green screened it with the presenter and everything like 20 years after it. And <laughs> so I had to look at the clips and you, what, you, what you remember is we were just so nervous doing it. And I look I look at the clips now when we're all 15 I think the poor makeup lady in RTE who was just trying to cover <laughs> teenage skin. It was like painting bubble wrap for the poor woman. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and every every single person on it, at one point their voice would break on, on that TV show. So the sound men were just taking off headphones here, there and everywhere. And uh, <laughs> But the, the, the quiz uh, prizes are hilarious now. Like, so uh-huh. the prize were if you won uh, <laughs> a particular episode, your school, so this is mid-90s, got a two-volume encyclopedia book. That's what you won <laughs> for your school. Uh, all the knowledge Ooh. of the world in two books, my friends. There are seven <laughs> Harry Potter books, which is five too many, but there are two books that you would bring home to your school. Like if you explain to a child now and they go, what about the internet? You go, no, 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 no. We had this <laughs> huge book. And my, my school lent them to me from, for the Edinburgh show. So I used to have them on the, on the kind of oh, table. Amazing. Yeah. And we won a, a disc man as well and a walkman. <gasps> Yeah, as well. That's wow. the cutting edge of technology, wow. yeah. Discman. Yeah, wow. I had a row. Some, some fella said to me, well, the iPod was much better than the Discman because it had uh, a shuffle function. And you go, what you don't remember is that the Discman was constantly on shuffle. All you had to do was walk <laughs> slightly, slightly quicker than glacial pace. And any one of the random 15 songs on that CD would play next. So, I mean, actually, it was way ahead of its time. But it, it was, that was the kind of the first one. And if you won, your school won a minibus. That's what that was. Wow. The, oh, that is actually decent. The whole, yeah, maybe in an English school, but in Irish school, I mean, a minibus would, call, would bring half a family in the 1990s, in fairness. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the Murphys and everybody else had to walk home. Um, <laughs> and the first question that was asked to me was, hey, Neil, you're from St. Mary's Secondary School, Edenderry, and uh, you won, how's the minibus? And we had sold it, and I hadn't expected him to ask me that. So you're 14 or 15 going, <laughs> ah, yeah, it's fine. But we had sold it for... <laughs> crack or something or, or probably books more encyclopedias you start off with dictionaries and then that's how they hook you in they give you dictionaries for free it's a gateway book and then suddenly you get encyclopedias um so i did that and then i did um we got hockeyed we beat them the first round and then we played a school who had blazers and sure yeah, oh, it's a bad yeah, sign. Yeah. yeah, the posh kids. Posh yeah, kids. There yeah, no gonna... chance there. So who who was on your team and what are they doing now? And how did you get them back together? Um, two of them are still friends of mine. Um, the guys who are obviously on my school. And uh, they are, one of them is the head of essentially the electricity supply board. So basically you see them on television if there's a storm. 
Oh. My friend comes to television to go, you're going to get your power back next Wednesday. That's basically, <laughs> and my other friend's an accountant. And then the three lads from uh, Virginia School in County Cavan. I don't, I don't know what the three of them are doing now. But the, other, the host went on to become, he basically hosts a, a Saturday night TV show here. Yeah. And then uh, I've so, done Test the Nation and all those kind of, the versions in Ireland that uh, that Anne Robinson did, they they came here and have done mm-hmm. those as well. So, who did Test the Nation in Ireland then? Oh, uh, Miriam O'Callaghan was the host. She's a kind of, I suppose, a prime time sort of current affairs uh, host. And I did it with you know what I thought was weird, right? Now um, this doesn't reflect on that. This is entirely separate than what I've just said. But sometimes people who tell you serious news uh, don't know much general knowledge, and I was really surprised by that. No, no, I I I found that on. Uh doing celeb chase and i think it is because they have so much information going into the brain that something new it's like the political thing they've got to forget who was the prime minister of japan last time because it's changed now and it's it is like a continual loop of fresh information make room for new stuff like homer simpson so it's a laser focus on their particular area of interest and then yeah, and then and then once that's irrelevant, maybe the next week or the next month, it's completely gone. Because so we've had yeah, we've we've had uh, very prominent news reporters on who have failed to get questions right about one of the biggest news stories of the previous couple of months, and it's just it's gone. They don't need yeah. to, to maintain the information in the head. That's brilliant telly, though, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> I love it when oh. a newsreader gets something wrong. But also because when you read stuff off auto cue, it's you know it's Ron Burgundy syndrome, isn't it? They're not mm. necessarily understanding it. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 it. It's you are a a medium for the information rather than a receptacle for it. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas we are all lovely receptacles. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny that if you look back at the clips of of anything you do, you just think sometimes the questions land for you and sometimes the questions don't. So mm. like uh, the very first question I was asked on the school squids was, uh, I think it was something to do with Varna and Varna is uh, an idea in, in which religion, you know? So this is like we're, it was very homogenous uh, back in those days. Uh, everybody was in that school was raised in one particular religion. So that would be a reasonably tough question for kind of a 14 year old, you know? And then County Cavan, their, their first question was, um, what channel is Top of the Pops on on a Thursday night? To a teenage boy. What? Do, do you like pop music, teenage boy? Do you like pop music? They might as well have said to him, boobs, where do you stand? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's how easy the question was for him. So sometimes the landfill, sometimes they don't, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, the ones that you kind of. Would you remember more of the ones that you got wrong, or more of the ones that you got right, Neil? Uh, always wrong, always wrong. Yeah, and, and when my dad or my brother, if they do a, a table quiz and they come back, you you always just ask them what ones did you get wrong. So if yeah. you were there, and you would answer the you questions, like, yeah, 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 what difference you made, yeah. Mm. And how is the Zoom quizzing? Have you got any um, hints and tips from your Zoom quiz? Any good questions or good rounds that you've uh, you've done? Um, I just need to figure out that I need somebody who knows about music because uh, we had uh, we had only gotten one wrong in the first kind of five rounds the other day, and then we had a music round, and we were just absolutely absolutely hockeyed. So, <laughs> so they're kind of straightforward. Uh, my brother sets the quizzes, and I think he does a really good job because he does that thing of say there's eight questions, there's one that's animal hard that'll kind of separate mm. the wheat from the chaff, and then there's a couple that you can guess, and then there's 
maybe five that everybody can get right because otherwise like no one's interested really are they like, yeah. like if you're gone if you're out of contention within a couple of rounds that's it no one's interested yeah. so he gets, yeah. gets I think that right is the off. perfect balance yeah well, before we let you go, I did prepare one other quiz for oh, you. Oh, go for it. So I was thinking about you and your Blackboard Jungle uh, teammates being reunited. So I have done a quiz on reunions. <laughs> and you'll be pleased to know, Neil, most of them are musical. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for you. So, oh, that's uh, Jason, um, uh, Kylie Minogue and uh, Jason O'Donnell. <laughs> Very good. I mean, it, I'll give you a point for it. It wasn't a question I had, but um, you might. I think you might get this okay. one. Jenny will certainly get this one. Steps. So, <clears throat> take that, actually. But the question I'm going to ask you is, take that reunited in the mid-2000s, but without which two members? Uh, Robbie Williams mm. and it didn't come back. And Gary Barlow was in it and Mark was in it. And then it was mm-hmm. one of the other two. It wasn't Howard or Jason. Yes. Um, uh, which one of the other two didn't go back in I think oh Howard didn't go back in so I think Jason did Jenny do you agree I think Jason didn't go back oh. <laughs> can I Jenny is right I'm afraid but it's almost you know it, it's it's almost a special subject but that was a good that was a good team question because you could identify the different members yeah. and whittle it down and then someone else would swoop in and go oh or maybe just flip a coin you haven't met my family (laughs) (laughs) my dad be waiting for the Dubliners question (laughs) any moment now (laughs) another recent reunion for a band they released an album called Big Love 30 years after they released their first album and uh, they were on tour with Natalie Imbruglia in support who was that? wow oh god um, Simply Red. Oh, that's yes. Ah. Every, was... every Mank band I could think of was like they they would not have Imbruglia involved. Why? <laughs> but that makes there perfect sense. But yes, it was indeed Neil Delamere. You are right. It was Simply Red. And Simply Red so called because of is it because of Hucknall's hair or Man United? I'm not sure. I thought it was Man United, and the so. the gingerness was a a coincidence. A bonus. Okay, I've got a final one. This is about film. Okay, so during lockdown this year, 2020, the original cast of a 1993 movie reunited for a table read. Um, so the cast were Matthew McConaughey, Parker Posey, Anthony Rapp, and director Richard Linklater. Oh, this is... Is this his first ever film, Matthew McConaughey's film, where he... Yeah. And, 93, and his, it's an early one. And his first three words are, all right, all right, all right. You are correct. It's his first ever role on film, and he's, uh, and his first lines are, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I, oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were just buying a bit I, of time. I was there. buying a bit of time, but sometimes the time you bought comes to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, the is correct it, answer is, is it dazed and confused. It ah, is dazed and confused. It. He's talking about yeah. it. Well, again, because it's in his joint effort. Okay. He has, yeah, yeah. It's in the charts at the minute. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure if I want to read it or not because I might, I might end up finding him inspirational. No. I don't know what I'd, really? I don't know. I have to reassess my entire life. Well, <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's a great read. If we, if if at some point we turn on the chase and you're sitting there with no clothes on playing the bongos, will they go, ah, <laughs> she's been influenced I by mean, McConaughey? 
that would be the final psychotic break would have occurred. <laughs> that's the final one. That sounds like you've built your, you have a few minor ones and then that's the biggie that we're all waiting for. Yeah. Well, I think it would be even more fun to watch than a newsreader getting a question wrong. It really would. So uh, we can only look forward to that. Well, thank you so much, Neil Delamere. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And we won't tell people uh, what happens on the final day of House of Games today. But uh, it's a good job it's not a visual medium because I'm going to communicate it to Jenny, my feelings about Neil uh, through uh, through expressions. Dance. Through dance. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. that's what happened, Jenny. That's what happened. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you lie oh. so well. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a lovely week of quizzing with you on House of Games, Neil, and an absolute delight to talk to you on Fingers on Buzzers. Thank you very much for joining us, Neil Delamere. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. So now we are delighted to welcome back from the shores of well, not the shores from from yeah, it, is it? It's Hamburg. Oh, it's on the, it's a pot. Of course, oh. it is. Yeah. Well, there we go. Geography, not my uh, strong suit tonight. <laughs> from the shores of Germany, uh, the one and only David Gilles. Welcome back, David. Star Nick. of Azeri Television. Yeah, which do watch it. It is. It is. Well, you, have you got a video of your performance or? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they they sent me they sent me the YouTube link with uh, with a caption of "You probably don't want to watch it." <laughs> oh, but we do. Send us the YouTube link and we'll put it on our uh, we'll put it on our social media. That'd be amazing. So, David, would you like to uh, quiz Jenny and I? Is there a theme to your quiz, or is it just a general knowledge thing? Well, I thought I uh, I'm. I'll try to do this. Mm -hmm. um, I I hope it works because it's basically it's some translations from all the various questions that we've had in the Russian speaking uh, quizzing yes. during the during the years, you know. And it's um, it's more to the theme of you know this. Um, I, th I think you um, you talked about it with um, with with James Harkin and uh, Anna Tuzinski about this uh, Russian thing where it's mm -hmm. less about the knowledge and more about you know like puzzles yeah, yeah. rather right. than quiz questions right. so yeah uh don't don't expect so, so first of all it's yeah don't expect to know every little detail but i think uh, the thing is to work stuff out mm. it might work it might not work we'll see i i hope i we're hope we're excited to try david we we're very yeah. keen so the first question is um the founder um of a of an american company mm -hmm. a really famous one mm -hmm. um he founded in 1992 mm -hmm. but in the 80s he was head of the leg laboratory at mit oh who was into his legs is, yeah so his name is mark rybert or raybert okay and the question is what company did he found after that. Wow, where do you go after legs, Jen? That's the that's the leg, question. Isn't leg it? laboratory. Oh. Well it's is it is it a, is it leg as in a leg or is it L as in L E G? That stands for something technical. Well uh, no. well oh. it is it is technical, but it's legs. Oh it's legs, okay. Robot <laughs> legs, basically. Robot legs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so you're so close, you're so close. Now, who um, is so the company? What what year is the company that we all know and love founded? The American. Uh, well, well, I don't know about love, uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's ninety it's nineteen ninety two, but uh, it's um it has gained 
it has gained kind of notoriety and popularity in the in the recent years. There were some videos of the things that they make. Ooh. They were they were acquired by Google at some point. I guess. Is it so could this be used as a replacement for legs? Uh, no. Um, I don't segue. think oh, so. Segway was a good guess. I was thinking, it's, yeah, it's not Segway, no. but it's legs. yeah. Was legs it? is the clue. Robotic, robotic legs. Yeah, this guy has worked his whole life basically just on robotic legs. Wow! And then yeah. sets up robot legs inc. Uh... <laughs> yeah, basically, 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 that's it. Yeah, it's Boston Dynamics. Yes, of course, oh, Boston Dynamics. Of course, all those weird it's, it's robots that fall over and open doors and terrify us. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's the terrifying the terrifying people who do terrifying robots who will then <laughs> take over the world. And the guy spent like twenty years at a place called the Leg Laboratory. <laughs> I mean, there's nowhere else to go other than just go all in on your leg knowledge. Well, after legs, after anyway, that. is up, Jen, isn't it, really? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Marvellous. Well, what a brilliant question. Thank Great you one. very much. Do you have another one for us, David? Yeah, well, uh, let's, let's, try, let's, let's try this one. This is kind of, yeah, again, nothing, nothing really to know here, but let's go. Uh, so uh, in a TV ad, mm -hmm. for which sporting event... And I, I don't mean like uh, the exact the exact year or right. the exact championship, yeah. but just what what kind of sport? Yeah. Um, for which sporting event um, the ad showed a person pouring milk into five cups of black coffee? Mm. I mean, so you're obviously going to start thinking. Well, is it Olympic rings? So the milk turned different colours. Oh, I, I like that. I was going somewhere completely different. Mm. It's not. It's not. But it's five. It's five cups of of black coffee lined up in a line. Okay. Ooh. And he goes and pours and he goes and pours milk into each one of them, and they turn white. Mm. Okay. Um, As one would expect. Picture, picture. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just just picture. Just picture the thing and just try to think of what it reminds you of. Ooh, okay. Oh. Okay. So something turning from Changing day from night to day or from or snooker balls yeah, just, snooker just very, just very literal just very literal five five round things turning turning white one by one it's it's not a popular it's not a popular sport in in the uk oh, i guess yeah. we're gonna yeah we're gonna feel very dumb aren't we when when you tell us yeah this. Um, a winter sport really... bobsledding it's not bobsledding. No, it could be the little helmets. Yeah, little helmets. Couldn't oh, it? that's 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 such a good that's such a good idea. Yeah, I can yeah. I, I can totally picture that as well. Yeah. Winter, winter. Is it like the scoreboard does this? Is it what the scoreboard kind of, does? It's it's Ooh. not exactly the scoreboard, but it's uh yeah it's it's close to it's it's. Is it the bit before they launch? Like it's the countdown to launching something. Oh, God, it's that's the problem with these questions. There's so many really brilliant ideas so it's um ice hockey um it, it yeah it's it's a winter sport that has to do with uh, with, with snow so it's someone shooting at these things oh. and if you ever saw those if you ever saw those um targets you'd know in in biathlon, biathlon. 
they they show they show they show extra like like an extra clip or like like a thing like a thing inside the inside the shot of uh, of all the of all the targets turning from black no, to white you know one what? after the other i i can guarantee david that our listeners will have got that they yeah. will have been ahead of us on that one that's brilliant excellent give us another i love these i knew you'd love these style of questions mm. i knew it <laughs> so um yeah in 1676 um someone called john nevinson um, did something that was uh, considered impossible before. He rode 230 miles from the town of Chatham, 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 Chatham in Kent, I yes, guess. yes, Chatham, Chatham. in Kent, yep. ex- to York oh. in 15 in 15 hours. Ooh. So we just, yeah, uh, just blasted it. Really, is the answer so, bathtub? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's not yeah, all the so, way downhill. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not Bob's thing, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell me, uh, preferably with a word of Latin origin, Ooh. what he gained as a result of this feat. Oh, why? Why would he do that? And what did? What did he want to achieve? Gosh, from Chatham right. to York. Well, Chatham. Chatham's docks. It's where you know that the. Don't need to know. Don't need, don't to, need know. to know. That. That's the thing. Okay. You don't need to know anything about the guy, anything about the place. <laughs> Literally so nothing. Why would you go to York other than to go to the Minster <laughs> and yeah. to go to the pub, a, basically? A word of Latin origin, right? Let's start from there. What was he gaining? What did he gain yeah. by getting there in that time? What did he want to get? What did he want to get? Hmm. I don't know. Probably a drink after all that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> How long did it take him again? Fifteen hours. Fifteen hours. That's but that was going. yeah, that's great. That's nonstop. That's nonstop. Just just riding the horse all the way, just yeah. galloping probably all the way through. Oh. So was he was he taking a message or something? This guy. No. He, no. No. It was he just did it for. For his own personal, for his, not exactly. It was for his own personal gain. Okay. Or, yeah, so Monetary, he, he was pursuing financial gain or some other kind of gain. No, not really. No, not not that. Uh, so so imagine uh, so imagine you have to. Um, people would assume that it's impossible. Mm-hmm. People would assume mm. that you're still in Chatham, oh. or that you're somewhere. People, yeah, people wouldn't really think that it's possible. Uh, like people wouldn't really think that it's possible. Mm. Oh. Should I say it the other way around? People would assume that you never were in Chatham because it's impossible. An alibi. To do this thing. It's an it's alibi. alibi. It's got alibi. Away with crime. Amazing. Oh, oh tell yeah. us more, David. Do you know any more? Yeah. Well, I like this one. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird and a little bit funny. Yeah. So, um, the director uh, Andrew Stanton mm-hmm. said that he chose Ellen because she changed the subject five times before one sentence had finished on her show. Oh. Chose for what? What did he offer her? I think I know this one then. Yeah? I think it's um, she was Dory in Finding Nemo <gasps> and she, she forgets things all the time. That's brilliant. That's yeah. just, that's amazing. Good work, Jen. 
Good work. Go. That was that was almost like a straight quiz question, but just with a little tease. Oh, that's brilliant. Like that. yeah. yeah. That's a problem. That, that's a problem because uh, this, I think this question was kind of the target audience wouldn't know from the first name who Ellen was. Ah. Because, yeah, that's that's the point. The whole point of these questions is that you don't need to know the details. Mm -hmm. And it's actually better just, just not to be bogged, bogged down with details, you know. Uh, it's, it's something more, you know, associations, basically. What comes to mind when you hear the phrase? Yeah. That's absolutely so, brilliant. I mean, it's my it's my very favourite kind of quizzing. I've, I've, I mean, we we're going to have to leave it there, David. I could go on all night, but we uh, yeah. that's so brilliant. Thank you so much for one of my absolute all time favourite quizzes. I absolutely loved it, and um, we will post the link if we can find it to your Azerbaijani triumph. <laughs> If anyone can understand it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be using a lot of Google Translate, no, I suspect. No, no. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. David Gilellis. Thanks. Uh, Thanks so much. Well, what a delight it was to talk to the wonderful Mr. Neil Delamere. Always is. And uh, good luck to him in today's <laughs> House of Games finale. I mean, that incredibly You really sincerely. meant that. Yes. Good luck to him. I hope he does as well as he deserves to. <laughs> and gets everything that's coming to him, quite frankly, whether that be a trophy or humiliation. A shiv that I've been whittling. From a toothbrush. <laughs> from one of my own teeth. Um <laughs> And uh, lovely David from Hamburg, thank you so much for your brilliant quiz and for chatting to us. We will be back next week, won't we, Jim? Undoubtedly. Oh, and uh, we'll put up on Twitter our little details of the uh, what we want you to do if you want to win an exclusive House of Games prize. Money cannot buy that. It literally cannot buy it. Unless you send us a lot of money oh. to bribe us. Yeah, that is a very good point, Jen. But it's a lot. I mean, it's a very valuable item, so it, it, it would have to be a lot. We'd rather you just entered the competition yeah, no. through the normal terms and conditions. I think I'm stuck to the rules. I'd rather have hard work and graft than uh, the money. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We will see you next time on Fingers on Buzzers. Buzzers, buzzers, buzzers. Bye. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.